everybody, and welcome to episode 35 of Middle of the Row, the podcast. This week, we are keeping it comic booky, but flashing back to 2008 to talk about The Dark Knight, a movie that is still very highly regarded as one of the best comic book movies of all time. Some people... Let's do a quick straw poll here. Is anybody picking this as their favorite Christopher Nolan movie? Uh, I would need a list in front of me. Okay. Um, Dunkirk, Interstellar, Dark Knight Rises, Inception, The Dark Knight, The Prestige, Batman Begins, Memento. Insomnia. Oh, no, he just wrote that. Memento. Did he direct that one, too? No, he directed Memento. Okay. And following, I don't know, I feel like I've I would need seen. to do a rewatch of a lot of these movies. Okay. Because I don't know how well they hold up past the like, yeah. first, like, ah, oh, the spectacle of it all. Inception is easily my favorite of his movies. Then probably Prestige and Memento. I'd, I'd probably have to do a tie between Inception, yeah, Inception <laughs> Dark Knight, and Dark Knight Rises. Closely followed uh, by Dunkirk. Dark Knight Rises is that high for you? Very interesting. I like the Dark like, Knight Rises. I think it's a little underrated. I like but... Dark Knight Rises almost as much as I, oh, well, as much as I liked uh, the Dark Knight. Did anybody rewatch the other movies title. for this? I thought about it, but no. I rewatched <laughs> no. Batman okay. Begins like a month and a half ago. Okay, I'm just curious how fresh it is in anybody's mind. Okay, but John's not contributing. Has he never seen a Christopher Nolan movie wow. before he watches one? <laughs> I guess he's seen that one, and I guess that's saying. Inception is his favorite. Now, um, I'll get to my favorite Christopher Nolan film once we start talking about this movie. Or you could mention it uh, now. We're talking about now question. since I asked the question. <laughs> um, Batman, the Batman, uh, The Dark Knight Rises is, I think, maybe my favorite Christopher Nolan film and my favorite Dark Knight <laughs> film. <laughs> This isn't. It is crazy that both of them have listed that as their one of their favorite movies by this guy. But um, I mean, first uh, of all, I, it's Gotham Rises. Like, come on now. And in in our def- in my defense, at least, like it's Catwoman I put, Rises. I put it up there with like two other movies. It's not like oh, it's the clear winner. Oh, I know. Well, no, I'm not. I, I didn't say that. It's still. I would put it in my bottom two or three for him. I enjoy it. So there. That's our little Christopher Nolan background. John, why did you pick? the dark knight as one of your movies um i forget what our options were but oh my god uh every movie from 2008 any movie released yeah fair fair enough um i guess i felt (laughs) kind of obligated to and here's what i'll say okay so this movie meant a lot to me it came out my freshman year of college and it arguably has maybe one of the most uh intricate and successful viral marketing campaigns that a movie I love TV that shows, this is one of the reasons you love uh, this movie has has ever done like and and to say that like I don't think any movie oh, has Oh you mean they were shipping bomb like objects to people? Yeah, exactly. Um, that viral marketing? Is this the only successful viral marketing? I feel ever? I feel no. like it not I, I, I don't know Overfield, don't we but, always talk Blair about Witch. that? But I'm not sure which what are you talking about Blair Witch? It was all viral. Like it was like P- like no no he's <laughs> oh, okay. talking like where they had an actual game you could participate in on in the real world is what john's referring to oh, like the comic-con thing and, and specifically like it's specifically like the marketing aspect of it so like i remember freshman year um i would be i would g- run home to my dorm 
get on my computer <laughs> whenever I could, or go, or if I was close to a computer lab in uh, the Galbraith B- Engineering Building of University of Toronto. Shout out oh to University God. of Toronto Engineering School. I would I would get on the forums and check to see what the latest like updates were. Like this thing was like massive. Like people, this was this was maybe the most the most fun and one of the best things that came out of the internet just like people like collaborating from like over (laughs) oh no i'd say like amazon's probably the best thing (laughs) fair enough um just just the sense of like collaboration and teamwork and community between complete strangers for these types of games was mind-boggling to me at the time uh what game I don't understand. What was this viral marketing? So there were various different puzzles and like websites that they would, um, that they would put up and that would tease to different challenges. Um, and I remember, I think, and, and they kept. I think you could find a piece of the tra- like the trailer was released. So what what happened was to the people who could find it, and mm-hmm. but you had to project it on film. Was so the ultimate so endgame, what correct? what ended up happening was. With every game or every website, it led to like, a, like a little bit, like some some kind of teaser. Like I think I remember there was uh, a newspaper, uh, a Gotham newspaper with like Harvey Dent's like winning the uh, DA election or whatever. Um, like there were just all these little teasers that led to like say uh, fan memorabilia or that kind of thing. But the final sort of game I remember led to an actual meetup. Um, at various different cities across North America, and there was one in Toronto at the time. And we get it; you were in Toronto. The, the actual, <laughs> the actual meetup itself wasn't very like intricate, and that game itself wasn't very hard. Like there was one like riddle you had to solve, and then it took you to like an intersection where you met with this person, and then they have they essentially walked you to the biggest movie theater in downtown Toronto. And you got to see the first scene from the movie before anything else, before it it had been released or anything like that. Um, and I remember, I also remember that they showed it as if you saw I Am Legend in IMAX, then they also showed it during those screenings. And I remember buying a ticket to see I Am Legend in IMAX just so I could watch it again. That was also coincidentally the day I got my guitar store from Whitney Hall in university college i can't believe you were able to watch i am legend a second time i still i can't do it with sam yeah no yeah no fair enough um, speaking of once. dogs dying in movies batman's oh, the villain yeah, of this he kicks movie, the shit everyone. out of some dogs yeah, in this he movie. Broke I, I actually them, like to was, their debt i gotta say I guys, thought... I'm, guys i'm not done real quick hold on <laughs> yeah but this is like, but he broke his code so why'd you pick this movie john hold on hold on let me get back to it so yeah, dogs are people john <laughs> Uh, like Zach said, actually, some people got that the the actual first scene on on film, but it fa- we found out later on the message boards, like the people who got it, like it was actually vandalized by the Joker, and so it was that mm-hmm. same first scene or whatever. Except there were like all kinds of things like scribbled in like ha ha ha's and like at one point someone holds a lightsaber and like all all these kinds of things and I remember being so pissed off because at the Toronto thing the person the representative from the uh, marketing company or the film company or whatever gave that to a kid 
And after the fact, we're like, this kid doesn't have any idea what the fuck to do with this. Like, he doesn't realize how special this is. I do remember I also got a Joker card out of it, but I unfortunately lost that. Um, so, yeah, I it's was... okay. Su- There's one in every pack of cards. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> I was super invested in this film. Two of them, actually. Um, yeah, so you can lose all of them you want. Bat- Go buy another one. Batman Begins was... Uh, when that came out, that was one of my favorite films because again it was a reimagining of what superhero movies can be and it it, ha- it was this gritty slightly more realistic take on the genre um and so i fell asleep watching that movie the first fair time. enough Just um so i was <laughs> in the theater i was really hyped for this for the dark knight especially when they announced like Heath Ledger as the Joker, and it seemed to have like a. You really were actually excited for Heath Ledger as the Joker. Most people I was, were yeah. absolutely livid. And well, those I, people were wrong. Yeah, they yeah, were. Those and people, I knew those it at people the time, were wrong. But. but I think, uh, I think once stuff started to get like kind of leaked out, like so, like the character acting that he was doing and that first promotional uh, photo, I think, yeah, I think I jumped on board. Um, this is the longest explanation for someone who didn't remember why they picked this movie at first. <laughs> In retrospect, I've seen this movie way too many times, and it kind of actually has a bitter taste in my mouth. And there are a couple of things that... Um, but again, it's it was such a pinnacle movie for me in terms of just, like, my interaction with cinema and, like, the surrounding world around that industry it still has a lot of great action i think this is one of the deeper i was gonna that was my next question films. zach i think so how do you feel about that i think i zach? i actually like i like some i like a lot of the, i some of these action scenes are probably some of the most memorable to me i'll, I'll say are they um, Honestly, i can't remember the action scenes that i just watched this last night and that's not me being facetious it's Other not than the, the best. dogs like dying, I don't remember the action. <laughs> I oh, think this a is a great chase. movie, but the but the action is not what makes it a great movie. It's not. It's not. It's not necessarily maybe the best, but I still I still like it. Um, especially that car that chasing. Car chasing like, that shouldn't have oof. happened. Who just um, but goes like yeah, this fire truck that's on fire. Let's just follow the path <laughs> it tells us to go. All right, now. we that's can talk. Weird. We can talk about lo- logistical. I, that's a whole conversation about this movie. Let's so wrap this, it up. This John. movie is very. <laughs> Yeah, I apologize. I know I'm ramping. You're uh, ramping. This th- he's yeah, recording this on a maybe is what I mean. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, this movie is very again like it's. I hold it dear to my heart for like that time of my life or whatever when I first saw it. But it is kind of a letdown in retrospect. I think the dialogue is horrendous, especially at the end. Um, I think Maggie Gyllenhaal is probably my worst part, my least you. favorite part of this Wrong. movie. She's so good in this um, movie. <laughs> I, mean, I disagree. I don't understand how you and can I, like Katie Holmes part better of, than her. Part of that isn't on... Well, I mean, she's not that much better, but part of that is better. not on them either. Um, it's, it's on the dialogue. I don't think Christopher Nolan can write dialogue very well. At least in this film, it's terrible. It, it's it's a great movie in terms of capturing like a tone and a mood and it conveys a cool message or not a cool <laughs> message it's got it's got a lot of deeper like ways to make you think about like who Batman is and what the point of Batman is and who the Joker is and what the point of the Joker is but it's not my favorite superhero film nor my favorite Christopher Nolan Batman film is it your third favorite <laughs> yeah I think so 
But again, that viral marketing <laughs> campaign. <laughs> like, Moving on. Who else thought stuff about this movie? I don't think we have time. Let's just get into the goddamn movie. Going back and watching this a second time, I don't love it as much as I used to. Like, it's still amazing. You've only seen this movie twice? No, but I mean, like, it's. I've only seen it twice. It's been a few years, and it's not as amazing as I remember. Like, it's like. The story and the characters are all amazing, but yeah, like the action is nowhere near as memorable or well done as I remember it being. I mean, maybe we've been spoiled by like bigger set pieces in the MCU films. I I don't know. And my other, my only other thing is these are very good like detective thrillers, but I think they, they kind of make Batman less of Batman. He's more of just a detective who wears a bat suit. I don't even know about the detective stuff. Half the things they did in this movie made no sense to me. Yeah, I don't. I didn't understand the bullet thing. Me either. I thought I was hoping you guys could explain it to me. So I think what he did was he he tried to find a fragmentation pattern uh, that matched the one that he found at the crime scene. Okay, from the and crime scene, all he had he... was like a brick that had a bullet hole in it, right? It didn't have a bullet or anything. No. Okay. And so after but I don't get re- why he couldn't just scan the hole and then re-put the bullet back together. Why did he need to make but, all the other fragment things? Because I get I guess he had to like know what type of bullet was used to create it. And I somehow that gives him a thumbprint. How does <laughs> yeah, that work? No, the science on this is like it's just like th- like if this is something that could have actually happened, like the FBI and like police departments across the country would be doing this, but no. Well, the, the all the we can't get like literal with this movie. Like, if you start literally breaking down everything, it doesn't make nothing makes any I'm sense in saying, this movie. Though, but like, make it have a little sense. <laughs> That's a big jump. I, mean, I I hear you, but like, how about just there be a bullet on the ground he picks up? A fingerprint. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, with every with them both being like eight steps ahead of each other. Like, there's no way either of them could have planned any of this stuff out to play out the way um, that it the actually Joker does. The Joker doesn't have plans, according to him. But he, but he has a guy oh, with a bomb a lot strapped of to him. He's a liar. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's full of shit. But uh, I think what makes this movie work so well, though, is it just... I think the, the, the pacing and Hans Zimmer's score just, like, drive this movie for about half of its a little over half its runtime i think up until the joker's captured the movie is pretty impeccable it just everybody is great it's 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 like tight it's the bare minimum of everything that we need you're getting all the character motivations out there but nobody feels like they're just talking to the screen and disagree but i think after i think two-face once two-face is created the movie does tend to struggle a little bit more at trying to wrap up this story and if i think i don't know maybe lauren's um uh half-assed internet research as the um the ringer podcast would call it would pull up but i think nolan basically took the third movie idea that they had and smashed it into the end of this one because he didn't want to do any more of these movies oh i don't know about that but then he ended up doing a third one anyway well, they, he, that was the only way to get more money to make the movies now? he wants. Yeah, we're, oh, these are well, always Lauren, all spoilers. Lauren, Lauren, what were your, well, Lauren, what were your overall thoughts? Um, I want to hear her thoughts on her it mind. It did make sense. Well, just that one thing didn't make sense. 
Like, I wasn't like, this whole movie is awful because it's not supposed to make sense. The Joker's crazy. Like, I, for the longest time, I never rewatched this movie just because Heath Ledger died right after, or like right after it was filmed, I guess. It's hard for me to watch movies again when there's like tragedy surrounding it. Like, I can't watch any of Anton Yelchin's movies yet. And, uh, so I kept putting it off. a couple good ones waiting for you. I know. Like, I really need to watch Green Room. But and um thoroughbreds. Yeah, thoroughbreds, I was oh yeah, say. that one. Yeah, I will when that is it rentable yet. I will watch it right um, away but, in a couple weeks. Okay, but um, like I kept putting off watching this movie, and then for whatever reason, I have some psychological issue. I don't know, but like when <laughs> movies get super hyped, it starts to like wear on me, and I just don't care about it anymore. Like whenever no, something gets uh, nominated for best fair. picture, I'm like ah yeah but like everyone kept talking about heath ledger and how great he is and this movie's the best thing ever and i was like i'm not gonna see it that way and i don't want to be the person who's left out (laughs) but like honestly i still i still really love heath ledger and what he does with the character but overall it's like it's an entertaining movie but like i don't think it's as great as everyone else seems to although you guys don't seem to think it's that great either (laughs) I think I really it's think good. it's great. Oh, I think it's like, fantastic. I'm, I'm I'm giving this movie an A. Like okay, it, like, I'd probably go like B B plus. I'm going B C plus B minus at best. I'd go. I don't know. Like it really. My opinion of this movie really rides on Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger's performance. It. I mean, it's true. I mean, he. I, I, he is I, I this movie. Batman yeah, could I mean, go away, and I wouldn't notice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't throw him in there with. I mean, every time he... Sh- he's not in the movie. Uh, uh, he's in the movie j- the just right amount, I yeah. think. He's great every time he pops up. I mean, he's incredible. It's an incredible mm-hmm. performance. He deserved to win and the I Oscar And I will say, with John complaining about the writing, there is some really bad writing, but I'm pretty sure he didn't make up all his lines, so the writing for the Joker was done well. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I know he-, he, like, his performance was very much him, mm-hmm. but... I'm assuming the writing was there to some extent. Yeah, I wonder how much freedom he had to just. I mean, I, I, it's it, he was just on another level here. I mm-hmm. can, if I only imagine is, is a good director role... would just let him do whatever the hell he was doing on set. Did you like, know it... that he actually filmed the two mm-hmm. like yeah. videos? That's pretty yeah. cool. Uh, he yeah directed them and every like Nolan didn't even see them. He just delivered yeah. them to him. And I'm I also going to complain about Nolan because he, po- or like in post production, he lowered Batman's voice. And it's just so stupid to me. Like, I can't take him seriously. That's when, true. That's true. But it gave us the Spider-Man homecoming Yeah, it gives voice, us a lot of jokes, which, oh, which the, is great. Which is I was great. talking to my but brother like about him, that today, the interrogation voice. Because, like, you just imagine him being out there, like, fighting crime. He's like, no, don't forget your Batman voice. Batman, be Batman. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, oh, come on well, now. I liked how Batman vs. Superman like gave it it was like a thing in the suit that yeah like a, his a voice. synthesizer yeah, that's what they like do with an, arrow an actual logical reason for it not not just yeah, like, like you have the money Christian just Bale might be something. making that voice <laughs> like it like it was here's what i'll say it was tolerable i found in the first one this well in the first the dark one wasn't Knight. as deep and messed up yeah the second and it wasn't as like over like drawn out and like melodramatic like i feel like he just like it became a parody of itself yeah like one the way the cowl is shaped just puts so much focus and emphasis on his lips so when you're watching him actually (laughs) speak the words it's just ridiculous looking (laughs) okay uh formal request that we all speak in the voice from here on out for this episode no 
Um, I'm Batman. I can't do it. <laughs> that was terrible. I never said I could do Where it. Where are the drugs going? <laughs> this Where movie is she? Is, is the movie we don't deserve and neither need. The one we got. <laughs> Wait, wouldn't that be So, boring? John, at one point, were you like, this is the greatest movie ever kind of guy? And then you, like, swung back around? Like, yeah, when I when I was su- when I was super young, when I was in college, I loved this movie and adored this movie. And every time I would watch it on t- like if it came up on syndication, I would I would watch it. And this past this past week rewatching it, I couldn't even guys. I I will admit I couldn't even finish it. I was oh, like, man. this is ugh. I've and I know the ending for from like the back of my hand, so I don't feel like bad about that or anything like that. But Mor- Morgan Freeman, great. I think it's also. I think I will also say, uh, listening to the I High Bylai episode about Inception, and <laughs> that also like I, I had problems. I thought with we were the... gonna make it through this episode. We didn't bring no. it up earlier with Inception. <laughs> no. Well, here's what I'll say. I always had issues with the ending. I for the longest time I loved this sense. movie and hated the. Well, no, no. When I say ending, I mean the very. Yeah, I guess it because it doesn't make sense. Oh, speaking Sorry. of which, uh, doesn't doesn't Zach have a Tumblr that references the ending of the Dark Knight? The uh, <laughs> the last yeah, final shot is in the trailer. Updated. Oh, you mean that Tumblr that lasted yeah. for a week? Hey, we hey, can't I win still them all. gave I still gave you suggestions and you ignored them. <laughs> that thing could still be. I could do it. <laughs> well, Ben, I would like to. I would like to come up with a similar tumble Tumblr being. The last, the last line is the title of the fucking movie, <laughs> which should never be a thing. That's like That's a thing I have, in every movie, not the last line. I have, but I have no skill in writing or. Do you hate Minority drama. Report? Is the minor is that really the last line in the movie? No, but they say the title of the movie like a billion times. No, no, times. no, no. Sorry, I I need to specify. I no, you specified. The, I'm just curious if that's bothering you too. Like, the Dark no, Knight, in all fairness, is a name for Batman, so... Yeah, but the ending of this movie... Or, excuse me, the Batman. <laughs> for the Batman. longest for the longest time, this movie didn't seem as melodramatic and uneven as it did, except for the ending. The ending always stood out like a sore throat. The ending is the only thing that doesn't work for me in this movie. See, but, and, and that's that's how I felt for a really long time, Zach. And now I'm at the point where I'm just kind of like, like, like maybe I'm just tired. Well, of it. Well, okay, maybe so that's l- instead of let's instead of us just saying the ending didn't work, what's not working for you? For me, I don't buy Harvey Dent turns on a dime this fast. <laughs> I would or, be interested. Like I heard he researched uh, what like coin. burn tra- like really traumatic burns due to psychology and just the tra- like. There's a lot of trauma involved that I could definitely understand him going off the rails. I feel yeah, and he's like a guy who was like constantly under a ton of stress, and then you know yeah, but he's so chill. Some guy tries to would have killed him if the gun didn't jam. And he plays it off so, like, the, they paint him as this, like, just cool as ice guy. And I get, like, it just feels like he only becomes Two-Face because he's supposed to become Two-Face to me. Oh, I don't, I didn't that, mind it. that part I don't necessarily mind. Again, I don't, it's not awful. Me, it's just, yeah. it, it, it's the weak point of the movie for me. I think the very, the thing that, the, so let me, let me work backwards, I think. Because the ending has been the thing that's always bothered me. Um, really, I, up... you haven't made that clear for the last three weeks in our podcast. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it's, is it about the it's, part it where just... they say he's the Dark Knight? 
not just that, it just became way overly dramatic and I I feel like the stakes of that moment weren't built up to well enough, I well, suppose. Well, nothing with Dentes. It's just all of a sudden, I mean, you get why he's going around and he's the revenge angle, but But yeah, but the the aspect of him being the replacement for Batman and what his turning could mean that didn't really yeah. I didn't I didn't buy into that so I evenly. See. And then the the well, idea I think that of like the whole you're Batman. supposed to buy into it because uh Bruce Wayne doesn't want to be Batman, so it's his hope they're playing up in that element. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I but guess I, th- I, suppose. I think the movie does a decent job of selling the the city is there's people in the city that are being inspired by him as just as much as Batman. Yeah. So that was I should mention that was also helps out that hate vigilante justice. (laughs) That was also a part of the viral marketing. You found out about this group and you could like join the group and try to get in on their chat rooms and stuff like that. Like in in the in the forum that I was a part of, there was a specific forum where people were pretending to be the people in that in the, they were called like citizens or sons of Batman. You are using the vaguest Batman. terms possible to explain this. What is happening? Ew, sons in of, the forum, the that... sons of Batman is actually um, that is a gang that was in uh, the Dark Knight Returns. That's kind of cool. I didn't mm. know. by Frank Miller. Yeah. Yep. So or it, or they were either called that or they were called like citizens for Gotham or something like that. But so in the main forum, I think it was the superhero hype forum that I would follow for all the viral marketing updates. There was an actual forum. Called oh like God. citizens drinking game for, for Bat- word forum, <laughs> or th- I guess I should say thread called like citizens for Batman or sons of Batman or citizens for Gotham or whatever. And in it, there were people like I guess people working for the mar- marketing company pretending to be the characters of the people from Gotham who were going around dressing up like Batman and going on patrols, and they were like posting in character and stuff like that. And it I was think like- this, I think this film's willingness to kill such innocent people like that guy to hang it i i mean i still find that pretty unsettling in the the scene with him and the joker to death wasn't he well yeah he might have been dead before he hung him yeah i think he was um, dead before he hanged oh the one who flung against the window yeah yeah Yeah, well i mean but yeah he was dead he was dead there but then there's the video of him like well yeah i was assuming you like the Joker puts down the camera and he just wails on the guy. So my assumption was he beats him to death. Yeah, yeah he does. He kills him before he flings him out the window. Yeah. But I, I think that stuff is unsettling and pretty dark for most comic yeah. book movies. Um, well, and well I, it is and the I, dark night. <laughs> I liked I liked the aspect that this is the one part that I do like. And I think the part that really puts Batman and the Joker in context for me is the way they really fleshed out the philosophy of the Joker, the idea that his reaction to Batman is, okay, Batman's trying to rail against the system or whatever, but the system is entirely arbitrary itself, and his place in the system is entirely arbitrary, and so let me be the one thing to really stand against the system that doesn't make any sense. This but is, kind he, of, is, he, is he that... Like Lauren and I, Lauren briefly touched on this earlier. Is he the guy in the forest that wants to watch it all burn, or is he just craving power as much as anybody? And once- I think I, I think I he's think, craving, but I he's don't... craving fun, not power. Like it doesn't matter like where he finds fun; he's just going to do whatever he wants in the moment. 
My opinion of him, especially when you consider the stories he told to his like origin, mm-hmm. is just he wanted people to be them true selves, and he believed that people were monsters. And that was his whole motivation. And like he said, he's, yeah, the, uh, he was just ahead of the curve in his opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I also... Well, and that's, and, and that's the idea. Of, it kind of gets into, like, uh, the philosophy of Michel Foucault, I think I want to say, um, who had the idea of structures and regimes of truth, where it's just, like, all they were were just these constructs of morality that was... It was not... It was never actually about morality. It was just about behavior control and how whatever means or whatever things you could impose upon people to get them to behave how you wanted then that was fine and you could mask it as morality or whatever but really it was arbitrary and it was just based on control and so him not being able to be controlled and him railing against that was maybe here's what I'll say Zach maybe an expression of power but not him grasping for like authority necessary necessarily this is what differentiated him from the mob like he got all yeah, that but he money. needed power to exert that yeah control. i would say for him it was a marriage he loved the chaos but he loved causing the chaos like in the final scene with oh, the boats or whatever yeah. he's like they didn't do what he wanted so he's like good thing i came prepared and he breaks out the thing that he can blow everything up anyway uh, um yeah before I, we before uh, we the- keep going i also want to mention i love that um they do a really good job kind of explaining how the Joker wouldn't really, he wouldn't exist. He wouldn't be in any situation to make any of these decisions if Batman didn't exist first, which I think. I mean, I, I don't know. Do that. Well, I mean, I think they just kind of pay lip service. To no, that. but that's why, like, I think Batman, Batman's rogues are some of like the most well-written comic book characters ever, like hero or villain. Because they're all kind of, uh, most of them are just like dark kind of reflections of certain aspects of Batman's drive for justice. Two-Face is a perverted version of justice where it's like eye for an eye for everything. The Joker is... Uh, I mean, is it an eye for an eye with him though? It's all about chance in this one at least. Well, it's it's about equal opportunity. Cause, so he had a 50... It was a 50-50% chance, or 50-50 he would live, so everyone else gets that same, those same odds, and that's fair. Yeah. Um, and then Joker is just the complete opposite, like Batman wants, he wants to have this total peace and, in a sense, of a control, and Joker wants a complete oh. lack of that, just chaos. <laughs> what really and, gave that away, and, his whole spying on everyone <laughs> computer? Yeah, but it's like, again... Oh. That's and sorry, like even when even when uh, Lu- uh, Lucius is like this is wrong and it's like yeah Batman, Batman in a sense is kind of broken just like just That's like the people thing he hunts that doesn't make sense in this movie like he set it up just so Lucius could destroy it like what was the thing that made him think to he didn't want like, himself to have all that power and he figured Lucius would be the where right was that thing. growth in the story there was no development to that effect in this movie. Like it just kind of came out of nowhere. He like, just, look at this yeah. giant computer. We have to spy on everyone, but I want you to destroy it now. <laughs> like, but we just got it. Well, yeah. yeah I, I mean, he. They. They. I mean, it's just kind of a Deus ex machina for yeah. finding the Joker. Yeah. You know. What is it? Um, one of the I. I remember rewatching this film like maybe two years later for a religion and film class I took, 
And one of the things they actually, uh, the reason why, and this was kind of a stretch, I suppose, but they kind of, we were looking at film as a medium for conveying meta narrative. And this, I remember this being the first day. And the, the thing we were talking about was the idea of the warrior King. So the person who kind of imposes control and law amongst its country, community, what have you tribe, um, also sometimes maintains an authority above that where they can do things outside of the imposed set of morality. And they were using Batman as an example and comparing him to say like America and America's place in the world, especially when you talk about like military action or like the war in Iraq and that kind of stuff. And it was an, it was an interesting thing that it brought up to me. And I I think it's something that I haven't really thought about, um, consciously from reading the batman comics but since then have always thought and so and i find good batman pieces of art convey this so one of them was uh anything by frank miller i should say actually so whether it's like the dark knight returns or the dark knight returns 2 or um all-star batman and robin like this idea that no this guy actually thinks a lot of himself and he's very egotistical and he's kind of narcissistic, and he's very brutal I, in his methodology. But, but is is, he is Nolan's that. Batman that though? No, not necessarily. But you get this. Well, the one sense you get with that is this idea that um, he could build this giant machine that essentially spies on everyone for one use. And I would also um, argue that a lot of it's just a lot a of toy. It's a rich guy's toy. I would also argue a lot of Nolan's Batman, like some of his bigger inspirations are from uh, Frank Miller's works. Uh, because, because before we had this Batman, we had like the 19, the 1989. And then we had the, the, the Schumacher, which is like a much, a much campier Batman. Nolan wanted to go back to Frank Miller's Batman, who uh, before, right before the dark Knight Re- returns, Batman was very much like the 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 Adam West Joel Schumacher kind of campiness, and uh, Frank Miller just you know took it to the. But the, are they so well? John just argued that Frank Miller's art Batman, which I have no frame of reference on whatsoever, is like a narcissist who enjoys the power, and we just said that Nolan's isn't that. So is the only well, connection think, to I think Frank Miller's I, is that he's I think taking besides it more the me- seriously? The one, yeah, the one thing I would say is like the methodology, though. I think the idea that he can, it's, it's like he can place himself in society where he feels the right to be as brutal as he can to without criminals, without without killing Batman, anyone. The, yeah. Except dogs. the Dark Knight Returns Batman yeah. had the same thing, where it was like, I have to do this because nobody else can. I am the only one. Uh, I think that the only real, the, the biggest difference between uh, Nolan's Batman and Miller's Batman is, is that he thinks everybody can be Batman. Yeah, like, well, not everybody can be good and stop this. I think he, um, Batman is or Batman see, isn't a place. Miller's a Miller's Bat <laughs> Miller's Batman, that you know, quote unquote, knows he needs to be the symbol. Um. Nolan or Miller's Batman believes that Nolan's Batman believes that like anyone can be that symbol, but that symbol is needed. It has to be there. Um, 
But he wants to retire it. He no, doesn't he want doesn't to want to retire anymore. it because he thinks it can like that that symbol of hope and justice can be done yeah, with no he with, wants to retire it in this the whole movie. point of this movie is he wants to That's stop so he can fall in love harvey with Dent. someone but, but the but harvey dent would be the new like not batman but that new symbol so you're seeing there would there needs to be a symbol not the symbol of the batman yeah it, it's not it's not just the batman it's like a symbol of justice a symbol of incorruptibility okay. and yeah and he he that's and that was the chance he saw there would never be another one like it and unfortunately it didn't pan out and part of the reason why i also think this movie is kind of it, the ending especially kind of makes it fall flat is this idea that now the symbol or what he is 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 essentially a lie like the idea that his role now is to take the blame for all of Harvey Dent's murders because the city can't handle that. Like, and you did kind of have a resolution or a payoff with that in the dark Knight rises. So I'll give Nolan some credit for that, but it, it doesn't really, I don't know. It just seems so, I think anticlimactic. I think the reason the ending doesn't work is because it puts its emotional weight on characters we never see outside the back porch of Commissioner Gordon's house. Everyone's going to think Batman's out there killing random people when he hasn't killed people before, and he didn't kill the Joker, the worst person in this movie. Just put it on me, guys. Those five random kills, or yeah, I did it. Yeah, all of a sudden he's a cop killer. I didn't even think about Mm -hmm. that, but that's an excellent angle, um, Lauren. Um, again, and then again, I, I, like I said, I, I don't like getting literal and logical with every movie, especially a fun comic book movie like this, but, um, it is a movie that doesn't stand up very well if you want to be a nitpicker. Um, and for a movie that like so frequently, like tells you what is happening in the, like the intricacies of how, like, I feel like, and I felt this way with Inception too, but I didn't mind it as much because it was kind of like this very new thing. Like when Nolan wrote, like with this movie and Inception, I feel like a lot of it, and they talked about this on I Had By Lie, is like Nolan saying, "Look up, look how like thoroughly I thought about these ideas, and look how much time it took me to like put these pieces together and like draw out this mystery and all this kind of stuff." And it's like we get it, dude. Like obviously, you're not gonna like. You're not going to put the same thought that went into a Schumacher Batman, but like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, you got to sell us on it, not constantly be reminding us of it. Which I one like was Schumacher m- Batman? The Forever and Batman and Robin. Bat, bat um, nipples. So nipples and Two-Face and, and Forever. Joker? Wasn't Forever. Or Riddler? Riddler. Riddler. Good movie. Okay. I enjoyed um, that one, but I also haven't watched it since I had a VHS player. Don't, so. don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't rewatch it. Do yourself a favor. Yeah, speaking of... <laughs> Mr. Freeze Batman. It's like, I will say, this one did have some lines that you would expect in that. Like, one of the <laughs> cops just says, like, uh, what was it? Like, oh my god, what is that line? It's like, have a great trip, see you next fall. It's like, okay, first of all, we can bring it into one of John's other favorite movies, Power Rangers. In the, an earlier Power Rangers movie had the pink, or the, the pink yep, Power the ni- Rangers the say 90s, that. Yep. And it was so much better than this movie. <laughs> It's like, oh, you guys well, aren't trying, That felt in place there. That's like, oh, this it belongs did, there. It did, because it was like, <laughs> yeah, so cheesy. It was like pun-foo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I didn't I didn't mind it in this one because it was it was kind of said like in that grim kind of policeman but way, so I kind of no bought sense. it. But but did um, you mind it in Power Rangers? Did you? Are see we talking that about power, the first Power, power Rangers? Ivan Ooze power yeah, Rangers. like the nineteen ninety five. I don't know what year it was. I yeah, I I have seen that Power Rangers. The one with um, Apocalypse. My my buddy my buddy Ro Rochonk will insist that that is one of the best films of all time, huh. and I did own the soundtrack on. Uh, I gotta be honest. Tape. I rewatched it, it like la- I rewatched <laughs> it like last year. It's actually pretty like good. It's not like oh everyone. You sh- just told me not to rewatch no, it. No, I told you not to rewatch the the Schumacher Batman's. Those are oh, those are dumpster yeah, fires. Right. <laughs> but uh, the '90s Power Rangers movie, not. Not bad, actually. Like for what it is. Sorry, John. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> my bad. I don't. I don't. I honestly don't remember what I was saying. You're welcome. Um, I love how the film casually um barbecues a man on top of a pile of money, but doesn't like. Yeah, so casually, even they, I didn't even notice. Like, I saw him throw the they don't show whatever they don't, he, or that's no, what I'm the saying. cigar, he throws a cigar, and then I completely forgot yeah, there was a guy But then there. they also don't, yeah. they also don't show, uh, the other guy being fed, being fed to his dogs, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of that weird, stuff takes place. Yeah, skirts around a lot of violence. And then, like, Did you um, notice, I was, this was a random trivia thing, but not really violence, but if you look back when that one, like, was it Maroni, Falcone? Mm-hmm. Whatever that one dude Maroney. was in the mob, mm-hmm. uh, when he's in the car and Two Face gets in the car with him later, you can see Two Face grab the goon and pull him off camera. If you look to the left really closely. Oh, can you? Mm. Yeah. That's cool. Um, what is your favorite uh, Heath Ledger Jokerism in this movie? Um, like, there's, I mean, he's got so many little things, uh, but I, 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 the the way he s- sticks his tongue out in this movie always creeps me yeah, out apparently that had to do with like the prosthetics he wore or something mm-hmm. and like when they got it they made it better for this movie or whatever he just kept the tick in because mm. the his voice coach or someone really liked it <laughs> i i feel like but i love the part when he walks up to rachel and he like he gets when he first gets a look of her he just like wipes his hair back yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> i love that that's great i like when i like how he like he'll usually have like his head tilted just a little bit off it's just like mm-hmm. that weird like little ugh. I mean, Heath, Heath Ledger is hilarious. Yeah, he smiles Joker. into a that, I mean, that, That's the <laughs> other thing. Like, he plays this dry and this, like, offbeat kind of, like, mannerism so well that it, it actually is quite charming. Well, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. so, like he, when, my, my, my favorite bit is after at the end of the meeting where, where he, talk, he walks in like, all the mob here's people. here's my card. No, no, not that. <laughs> um, that's good. But uh, when... When they're like, "Do you think we just let you walk out of here?" When he and he's like, "Yeah," <laughs> it's just, it's just his you, line you delivery we, is perfect. We think oh, we yeah. think you would you you think you'd steal from us and then just walk out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's the part like after the interrogation when the one cops in there with him and he's just like, "How mm-hmm. many of your friends did I kill?" And the, he eventually tells him like six, and he just like mouths six at him like, "Sorry, so, yeah. but not and sorry." He, he, and he's like <laughs> somewhat impressed. He's like six, really. Oh. <laughs> He's like, like do you want to do you want to know what they were in death or whatever, I like know. what kind I mean, of people they were? He's incredible in that <laughs> scene. Oh, I love. I also that's the, his like. But little... that cutback is where I the just movie want my starts phone getting call. a little wobbly. <laughs> well, I, think, I love when he is... has he has like the 
the one crime boss like has his body brought in and then he just breaks the the, the pool cue. It's like we're gonna have tryouts. Like that's <laughs> that's super dark. That, yeah, it's really like he's just ugh. he is this movie. And then like in the end, or when he's hanging dangling there talking to Batman, and he's just mm-hmm. like. I think you and I are destined to do this forever. He's like, no, yeah, you're so gonna sad. die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like, think of what wish. the Dark Knight Rises could have been if Heath Ledger was unleashed in the third act when they when they bust everybody out of prison. If I rem- like, if I remember correctly, the novelization of the Dark Knight Rises, they say the reason he wasn't in it. I mean, like, other than well, you don't know, they break the every? Well, if they don't break people out of Arkham. No, they break Dark out Knight, right? pretty much everybody, but they're like, no, Joker's staying where he is. Like, we can't deal with that shit. So they yeah, just leave I could, him there. I could see Bane, Bane intentionally not letting him out. Yeah, Bane is yeah. like, I don't Apparently, have time Nolan to do Nolan thought this. about doing like mixing CGI and like deleted scenes from this movie to put him in the movie mm-hmm. for the third one, but he eventually didn't, obviously. And mm-hmm. Anne Hathaway thought in her audition that she was going to be playing maybe um, Harley Quinn. Mm. So I kind of wonder when that audition took place. Man, like, I can't see. You it. wouldn't think they would bring uh, the Joker back if after Heath Ledger died. I can't know? see mm. her as a Harley Quinn. Like, I just can't. I can't. I, I loved her performance as Catwoman. Like, she was Yeah, I never so get charming. the crap well, she, she was gets. Selena Kyle. I love Anne Hathaway. No, no, no people like, just, it's people that don't like Anne and Hathaway. And it's not like I don't have well, anything yeah, that's against... that's what I'm saying. I don't get it. I, Why don't people like Anne Hathaway? Well, she did, like, know. a lot of really classy movies for a bit, and then she... I guess that was part of it, but... Classy movies. Well, like, she didn't do any, like, just kind of regular Joe films. It was all, like... Just like Oscar. She became Bacon. famous yeah. starring in the Princess Diaries yeah. movies. Like that's what people. Yeah, her movies are all over the place. I, that I, Mountain. I uh, Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> I. She has it. She has a good range. And the thing is, like, I don't have anything. Like, I, I thought she was great as Catwoman, and everything I've seen her and I've liked her, and I just I don't know. Like, Les Mis. It was just like I can't picture her as Harley Quinn. That, I mean, yeah. I'm not saying she couldn't do it. Again, it's like if someone like, had said, "I mean, it could just be like some, it could just yeah. be like Heath Ledger. You couldn't see him doing Joker. Yeah, first, exactly. Maybe right. And, I mean, but I'm open to it. Yeah, it's like I'm not against it. You know. Um, uh, does any so you Ben you like Rises more than you like Batman Begins too? Uh, actually, I think it go. Yeah, so it goes. Be, it, they basically get better each time, in my opinion. I think it's. I might actually put Rises above Dark Knight. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Lauren, where, where do you rank those three Nolan movies? I know you need to rewatch them, but just if yeah, you as had I say, to... I'd have to rewatch it. I would probably say this one's at the top for me. Yeah, and then okay. I assume you'd put Rises at the bottom. I don't know. Like, I mean. I have a lot of problems with it, but it still might be an enjoyable movie for me. Like, I, I, Tom like I Hardy said, I really is really need... entertaining yeah, in that movie. Yeah, he's too. really oh, good God, in that. He's so good. I feel like he got a little underrated because. Well, I mean, you just you can't you can't beat Joker. I mean, it's just the like fact it's hard that... to follow. Yeah, yeah. and especially yeah. And like, after. I don't like that the movie took Batman away from us. Like, it's a it's a Gotham movie for me. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not a Batman movie. I just like I feel like no matter how good Tom Hardy could have been in that like there's no way he would have ever lived up to 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 uh Ledger's performance not only yeah, because I, it was per- I not- don't I don't compare them cuz they're such different characters he doesn't that, need to live up to that performance And for that's me. the thing it's like they're they're just so different but I think 
the thing that like stood out to me, at least in Rises, is like Tom Hardy doesn't have most of his face to work with. <laughs> he has like his eyes. Tom Hardy never has his whole face. Yeah, like Christopher <laughs> Nolan has this thing with the top half of his head, and apparently they're great, so it just it works. Well, what according they... <laughs> according to um, IMDb, Dark Knight Rises is the number sixty six movie of all time, and uh, it is listed higher than Batman Begins, which again I'm surprised about. I didn't realize Dark Knight well, I, Rises I... has such an ardent following. I think everything about like Batman coming back and sort of the um, the 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 mo- the message or the meaning or like the the internal conflict that was at play as well as to this kind of class uh, this class warfare sort of or this like how do we define like what is good in our society and how do we own that and take charge of that. Um, when there is a lot, so much corruption and evil that's going on unrecognized, I found that tension way more compelling than sort of this tension in The Dark Knight, where it was like, yeah, Bruce Wayne doesn't want to be Batman anymore, and he wants to give it, he wants to restore the justice system, so the, the justice system is restored is working perfectly. Like, and one thing I will say is, uh, the kind of the kind of quote-unquote friendship or working relationship that him and Commissioner Gordon and Harvey Dent form, that's also kind of taken from The Long Halloween, which is another amazing yep. Batman uh, graphic novel um, and is also sort of a an origin story for Toothface as well. Um, <laughs> sounded like you said Toothface. <laughs> sorry, yeah. Um, kind of is Toothfacey in this movie. Uh, yeah. I will say the CGI did not bother me at all yeah i thought that yeah yeah. it looks fake but it it looks consistent if that makes sense like like it like it didn't seem unrealistic to me like i i I mean it makes no sense biologically but but it it looks consistent because in in his original in in the comics it was just acid and it's like his face like originally was blue so i feel like going for the more realistic (laughs) approach here yeah, half part of his face missing doesn't really make sense, but it still is more like. I, I don't it, think his face was actually blue. I think it was blue in the animated series. I don't think it was in the comic. I think it was. Um, well, it was not a natural color. Let's just go. With yeah, that. it didn't. It didn't look like a burn victim. We, this looked, is not the space for this debate. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, okay. Uh, what and else you talking talk reminded me of all the reasons why I don't like rises, but we don't need to go into that. <laughs> so it might be my least favorite. Um, the cast is also just incredible in this movie. Like it just from top. I know you're gonna give some Maggie Gyllenhaal shade, but it's hard. A movie this with this good a cast, it's so easy for the film to not like to have the pacing it does in the beginning because it's so easy to buy into what everybody's selling. I think. Uh, and I I know no every Nolan movie is basically a stacked ensemble at this point, but. Uh, I it was it, it 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 never, it never ceases to amaze me when like Morgan Freeman is playing your like eighth biggest character and God, just and pops up from he time steals, to time. Like every time he shows up, it's just like I love him. Okay, man. his he's face so is a purplish gray <laughs> in his first appearance. Oh my God. <laughs> we moved on. Well, I just I just wanted to be right. For the record, I wanted to say it was purple and I didn't. 
Um, <laughs> You're only thinking record, of Tommy Lee I Jones. I didn't care, and I said it. <laughs> <laughs> for the record, we're cutting all that out. Um, <laughs> um, we're nearing an hour. Uh, I I gotta talk about Maggie Gyllenhaal. She's <laughs> okay. given the she's given the worst lines ever, and the way like Katie Give me Holmes. An example. I, what I, lines I, are killing you? I like Katie Holmes in the first movie too. It's not like I'm some Katie Holmes. Yeah, hater. and well, I'm not and I, thought, I just think yeah. Maggie Gyllenhaal is overall a better actress. I agree, so. for sure. I like she like Katie Holmes like was this serious prosecutor from the first one, and she was very like. She like yeah, there were times where she was kind of preachy, but yeah, and Maggie Gyllenhaal makes her feel like a real human being. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, like she will almost in that like, moment she's too... when she realizes she's been abandoned. Like mm-hmm. I don't know, I okay, that's, Maggie Gyllenhaal that is seen very well. Actually, my favorite that, Maggie no, Gyllenhaal sure. moment is when the best she moment. is is walking in the hall with Dent after he yeah, she's, almost got shot. She's super excited about the case. she's got that, like, smiling and laughing. Yeah, I, I, that's right. Yeah, yeah I no, it was... I, I thought, no, I'm going to disagree. Like, and that was one of the... That was one of my... I still remember when she talks about, like, when he mentions he's going to go see Jim Gordon, she's like, oh, Jim Gordon? Oh, he's a friend. Yeah, like, I love that it, line. Oh, my, oh, God, I hated that <laughs> I love that line. It was, it was <laughs> like, Perfect oh, delivery. Oh, my gosh, you're going to go see Jim? I love Jim. Like, it was too laissez-faire um, I don't and think casual. She said it quite and, like that. and I feel like they were only... No, it, but I feel like oh they were... Oh, my God, I love Jim. Were they, were, they, were they really only, like... Were they really friends? I mean, didn't they meet, like, that one time? Because it's like, hey, what's up? You're with Batman, too? You don't too? know what happened in the off-season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just... I don't know. She played it with, like, way more kind of... I don't know. It was... <laughs> It it took away from like the seriousness of the character. I think that she had like you're what she, like you're one, you, Katie we can't Holmes have was jokes a, in movies, people. No, but no, she I'm was such teasing. a strong, like really like pro- like I don't know. She was a force to be reckoned with. Like she sure. she was a badass in the first one, and I feel like she was just kind of neutered. I maybe because of the dialogue, um, or maybe because spade, of the portrait. So get it right. <laughs> Sorry, Spade. Excuse me. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so I couldn't. Googles yeah, to I couldn't. Make sure, females are spayed. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get into it in the. Uh... Man, I don't get it. I think she's great. Yeah, I don't think there's a weak link in this movie. I feel bad for the guy who tries to blackmail Batman. Like, I f- this, he's <laughs> like got the biggest speaking part. Not... Don't feel bad for him. Yeah, he's no, trying no, to blackmail no, Batman. No, no, not for Mr. him. Black- Mister Mister Reese. I feel bad yeah, for Mr. the actor. Reese. The Riddler As he joke. got like the he got the biggest speak the actor himself I feel bad for because oh. he got like the biggest speaking role that isn't played by an A list actor and this guy must have been like oh man I got like the biggest part I'm this my career's up I've never seen him ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he did not turn this point. around into a bigger movie. That was that was another great line delivered by Morgan Freeman where he's like let me get this straight you think your employer is a masked cape to vigilante, vigilante like, who spends people. his free time in the night beating criminals to a pulp. And your plan is to blackmail this individual? <laughs> he just smiles. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> I think there's some good humor. There's plenty of good humor in this movie. I was chuckling here and there. It's no he MCU movie. He was in movie, Bridge of but... Spies, guys. He was in Iron Man. He did things. Okay. 
Well, good for him. <laughs> he had an actual name in Bridge of Spies, not Iron Man. Wait, wait, but... in Iron Man, was Iron Man before or after uh, Dark Knight? He I was in both those movies. It was the same year. Yeah, so but it was like, May, May, July. I think were the release dates. Oh, okay. So bet. So Dark Knight was slightly after. That's a pretty good okay. year. Yeah. Who was he in Iron Man? Uh, a CAOC analyst, but he oh. came back for Iron Man three as the mm. same character. <laughs> that poor man. Nobody knows his name. Think if he had speak, uh, big I do, speaking roles I'm in both at it, movies, it's Joshua Harto. <laughs> Anybody have any other last Dark Knight thought? Uh, do you guys like the action? Isn't I guess great, but like that big chase scene. I thought action. There's like the chase I, I thought and the there fight. Was, oh, the fight in Trump was, Tower. <laughs> the fight in Trump Tower. I think the opening scene. Yeah. I think is one of the most compelling scenes. I would argue that's I've ever that's seen. the best scene in the movie. It's not an action scene, but though. it's the it's best scene piece. in the movie, bar none. Like that is I no. I, I'm taking the chase scene. I'm taking the, the the underground chase. I mean, the the just the editing and the tension and oh, the build and up had, of that. He scene had his John great. Wick fight in a club. Yeah, but I, John Wick does it better. Oh, that's what I'm. That's why I'm calling uh, it. I, a do, John Wick scene. I do love. I do love the uh, the truck that um, he's driving. He has like the he spray painted the that's, the uh, what was it slaughter? slaughter. Yeah, yeah, that was that was good. <laughs> um. The, can't yeah, have I mean, can't have the, manslaughter without laughter or can't have what is it manslaughter yeah laughter. manslaughter without laughter that was the old the <laughs> you the fights the punching scenes just don't work in this movie at all like no. anytime batman's punching someone you can barely tell what's going on it's a little more coherent than batman begins but i like not by much i like this interrogation though like the you gotta you gotta drop a guy from a bigger fall won't kill me yeah i know and just drops yeah. and shatters his leg. I'm counting on it. <laughs> Wait, you, you know, the fights might not have been that great, but at least he could turn his head this time. <laughs> also, I like how they got... I don't um, need help. Not by my diagnosis. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I like how they got Killian Murphy for all three movies. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. Had Nolan known he was going to do a third movie, he said he wouldn't have killed Harvey Dent, though. Oh. So he could have been a recurring character, yeah. too. Well, like I said, I think... He agreed to do Dark Knight Rises, I think, because they gave him. Warner Brothers was like, "We'll let you. We'll pay for any movie you want to make if you make us one more Batman movie." That got him Inception, basically. Wow. All right, no, it, that got him. Uh, not that's Inception. like that's like the Batman voice version of that song from uh, Levi and Rose. I apologize. It got him to be able to make Interstellar, I believe, not mm. um, Inception. He got to make whatever the fuck he wanted after this movie. Um, that's The Dark Knight. You've probably seen it. I think it's interesting that we're both, all of us have kind of, I've been on a roller coaster with it. I, I was like, kind of like, when I first saw it, I was like, yeah, it's good, but not as great as everyone's saying. I, then I kind of came around on it. And then, but rewatching it, my, the ending was, the ending, like the boat scene always bothered me. And, oh, the boat scene! But the boat scene was—it's just borderline unwatchable. But for, I think. for me, though, well, like because it, and again, that's that's Nolan at his worst writing, where he's just like, "Hey, this is me laying out the like moral message yeah, of this he's film trying to, to say you." Something, but I don't know exactly what he's trying to say. The, uh, oh, like, I think it's too in, over the top. What he's my, trying to in say. In my opinion, like I, I, criminals are good people. I I don't like this movie as much as I did the first time. 
but I mean, this is still like a nine out of ten. It it's, I love this movie. No, I'm, like I'm it, is, yeah, it is, it yeah. is awesome. I I feel bad because we spent like forty five minutes complaining about it and then spent like fifteen praising it. <laughs> oh well, <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of how Tune I tune in next week for. <laughs> The other thing about that boat scene, too, is just, like, the editing is so excellent in this movie, and then it just, that scene just, just grinds everything to a halt, and I the big fight also isn't very compelling, or the the stuff going on around the Joker isn't very compelling either. Um, With the, yeah, the, the fights aren't compelling, it's the converse, like, the thing I like the best is the conversations with the Joker. Yeah. That's the only thing that, like draws me to this movie at all yeah um so (laughs) we needed these guys to just sit down and talk it out more yeah that would have been a better (laughs) movie apparently okay next week we are doing another flashback but it's a flashback to 1998 where we're going to review the coen brothers fargo follow-up the big lebowski the big lebowski probably has a more fervent fan following than the dark knight which is definitely saying something um and all of us have seen this movie except lauren i believe well, yeah. is that accurate john nope yeah. i haven't seen it either i thought oh. yeah john had only seen what burn after reading right yep oh okay well this will be really interesting with two um fresh perspectives and two i've seen this movie and know it front to back ex- I don't know, but Ben, have you seen the movie that many times? I've seen it. Just... I've seen it quite a few times. That yeah. I, I picked what was, it. I, what was the viral marketing like? <laughs> uh, it you was, have to wait till next it week. It was not fans. good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the Big Lebowski, the Coen Brothers classic, and uh, we'll see if our two newbies to it consider it one as well. Until then, I'm Zach Oldenburg. You can find our writings and new podcast episodes posted at middleofroad.com and look for roughly the same time this comes out. I should have a nice follow-up article to my completely egregious Twilight um, Avengers comparison in the last podcast. I look forward to... Maybe I'll give um, Ben and John an open... uh, and Lauren, an opportunity to read me for that next week on the episode. I don't know. They... In all fairness, what the topic you are covering is good. It's the movie in its entirety okay. that sucks. <laughs> okay, so maybe maybe Lauren won't get mad at me, but the, the other guys might. Um, a little bit. A little but bit. yeah, middleofroad.com. And you can find me at Zach Oldenburg wherever you can find at Zach Oldenburg. I'm Ben Grigsby. You can find me on Twitter at, at the Grigsby Bear, and you can follow all of us on Facebook at Middle of the Row. I'm Jonathan Raffel, and you can follow me on Twitter at another Raffel J. And you can also follow us on Twitter for updates on when Zach posts really frustratingly inaccurate and completely wrong articles. <laughs> have, have either of you whenever... actually seen that movie? No, we established this last time. <laughs> yeah, so no, you can't say that, John. <laughs> I stand by my previous claim. <laughs> and when we post podcast episodes, 
And that's at middle of row. Hashtag no the. You can find me on Twitter at Beware of Trees, and you can find us on Tumblr at middleofrow.tumblr.com. So yeah, go watch The Big Lebowski, and remember, the best seats are in the middle of the road.